you, Brother Snow. It really is a pleasure to be here today. And I have certainly enjoyed these services. Haven't they been great? Every sermon, every song, every effort that's been put forth has just been encouraging, strengthening. And I can see the excitement uh, building as you uh, just worship God. I tell you, this preaching has been outstanding. We have an elderly, we had an elderly preacher in our country for a number of years. He had a little saying that he said, my ears don't need to hear any better preaching than what we have heard, Brother Willie Patchett. Amen. And uh, that's the way I feel this morning. Boy, it's great, ain't it? Y'all happy in the Lord this morning? Oh, hallelujah. Good to see you, Brother Casey. Glad you're able to be in the house of God. And I, uh, I don't have to preach. We drove all the way to Gilbertown, Alabama a week ago today. And uh, that's one of the better places that we go in this world. You know, you got favorite spots. That just happened to be one of them. And they just thank the world of us down there. And I didn't preach the whole weekend. That's right. Oh, I testified a little bit, you know. But uh, God moved. Spirit of the Lord moved. The Holy Ghost moved. People got helped. I just felt great, wonderful, hallelujah, and I don't have to preach, all we have to do is worship God, I'm too old to think that I have to do it all now, I've been at this too long to think that I'm the one that has to do it, boy I watch these young men, and I tell you, whoo, hallelujah, glory, they got it, haven't they? I mean, they've caught it. I'm glad I preached all them camp meetings, 25 or so camp meetings when I was young. All them three-day meetings, 15 or 20 of them while I was a young man. Man, I couldn't do that now, Brother Snow. I just couldn't preach all them. I had five one year. Ain't no way this preacher could ever do anything like that again. I'm not able. I tell you, but I'm still in the race. I'm still saved. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. I'm happy. Nobody in this world would be happier than I am. Happy, happy, happy in the Lord. Oh, God, help us. Well, all right, let's see. If we don't preach to you in a little while, I know what to do. I mean, I know what to do. I've had them sing a song. I've had them to do something else. I've even turned it over to someone else. And let them have it a while. I know how to get us in the altar. Just quit and call them in the prayer. And we've got them in the altar. So I, yeah, you don't go all these years and not learn a few things. Hallelujah. But I want to begin this morning in, I guess it's still morning, barely. Maybe we're a minute or two after morning. I want to go to the book of Ephesians. And I, I want to begin in the sixth chapter of the book of Ephesians. And, and this familiar verse, we may be back to this chapter later if the Lord would lead. But in verse 10, said, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Then let's go 
to the book of Corinthians. 1 Corinthians. And uh, I always use uh, this latter part of this 15th chapter many times when I'm preaching funerals. I, uh, I always use this at the graveside. Most of this, starting with uh, probably verse 48 and reading on down through uh, 55. Well, I, I use that a lot. I used it 17 times this last year. So I use it a lot. Amen. But I want to read verse 57. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain. Well, let's get another scripture or two uh, before I begin preaching. In 2 Samuel chapter... 23 and verse 11 2 Samuel chapter 23 and verse 11 and after him was Shammah the son of Aji the Horaite and the Philistines were gathered together into a troop where was a piece of ground full of lentils and the people fled from the Philistines but he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it and slew the Philistines and the Lord wrought a great victory Judges chapter 3 and verse 31 Judges 3 and 31. And after him was Shamgar, the son of Anath, who had slew the Philistines, 600 men with an ox goat, and he also delivered Israel. Could we ask the Lord for help this morning? Father in heaven, God, if we could only say something that would be a help and benefit someone upon this journey and God we know we know how incapable we are but God we know that your power and your strength is so mighty and so great and as humbly as we know how God we pray for that special anointing of the Lord please help us this morning Lord we honor and thank you and praise your mighty name hallelujah I'd like to begin this morning, especially in this 12th verse, in the book of 2 Samuel, this 23rd chapter. And he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it and slew the Philistines and the Lord wrought a great victory. Maybe I could have a little text this morning 
Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But I'd like to preach on stand your ground. Don't you think today that we have lost enough things? Don't you think that we have watched some things deteriorate? Watched some things disappear? From right among us and among our eyes. We've lost some things in this day. When they talked about taking prayer out of our schools, out of our government. And I said, my God, this is what men came to this country for. This is what they, they labored and beat out a living that was meager and struggled for years so they could have a place where they could pray and worship God and have freedom. Now we losing it. We lost it. Are you hearing me? We lost it. Amen. And it wouldn't have been so bad if it would have just been, just been that. But it didn't stop with the schools or the government. But we lost it from the church. We lost it out of the midst of us. Somebody failed to stand their ground until God brought deliverance. Amen. Oh, yes. It may take me a little while. I hope I can tell you something before I'm finished. Hallelujah. I really believe that it first disappeared from our homes when other things begin to replace family prayer, dedication to God. Other things begin to take it out from the midst of us. And we saw it disappearing. We preachers, we cried out, Please keep on praying at home. Did you know there's actually people that never praise except at church? Did you know there's families that go to bed at night that never has family prayer? I know what I'm talking about. I'm not shooting in the wind. Amen. There is actually children that have not knelt with their mothers and their dads in evening prayer. Or morning prayer. Hallelujah. In our day. In our day. Amen. And, uh, and, and But they go to church. They're deacons. They're Sunday school teachers. They're minute women. That uh, we got to have them. But oh God. Oh God. Where are we at in this hour? I hope I don't preach everything negative this morning, but I must talk to you a little bit. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, it's our garden. Sister Elizabeth that just preached precious people, wonderful people, a good preacher. Amen. Known them for many, many years. Lived in our country before they went to Texarkana. In church with them. Amen. Oh, God. It's our field. What we do with it is going to determine what we have 
or what we let get away. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I really believe and I appreciate the young men that we have today that are coming on to carry this gospel. Some of us are getting, it bothers me a little bit when I look around, Brother Sanders, and I'm the oldest preacher there. It's some of the fellowship meetings and some of the camp meetings. And I get to say, where's the old preachers? And I find out that's me. It's the old preachers. Hallelujah. Amen. Boy, I'm a preacher backer. I'm a young preacher backer. But I like to preach to them once in a while too. Woo, hallelujah. Oh, yes. I mean, I like the zeal. I like the excitement. I like the power that they've got. Amen. But I kind of believe the old colored preacher. This is not a hundred yard dash. This is a marathon that we're in. If it was, I've watched some hundred yard dash young men. And when they, when they got to the end, amen, they didn't have nothing to run on with. They didn't have anything to go up the hills that they're going to have to go up. They ain't never been put in the fire and shot at from every angle. Amen. And stick up their head and say, thank God I made it through. Amen. But they can. I said they can. Brother Leon Buzzard, we made it through it. Woo, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, yes. But we're going to have to find a generation that's going to defend what is theirs. That what's been handed down to them. We're going to have to have somebody get a hold of this and be willing to get in the fight and forget about what it's going to cost you. Amen. Woo, hallelujah. There's a fight on when the shout's gone. There's a fight on when it's still and it's quiet. Amen. Revival only comes a few times a year and maybe once in great while like you all are having at County Line. You don't have them every year. Amen. Is that right? But there's other times that the struggles, amen, of life must carry on. What I'm preaching today is we need somebody that'll get in the middle of the field in whatever direction that the enemy come, that they'll stay there until deliverance is wrought and the power of God can still fall upon the church in this last day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Our dignity and our honor is at stake. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Ask Shema, why are you out there in the middle of the field? Why are you out there risking your life to save a bean patch? How come you're out there, son? Amen. (laughs) When you could be hid somewhere with a little patch or a little uh, sack of your own, you don't have to risk what you got. Oh, God. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something. Amen. You got to have us old men to keep you all going. Someone said, I wish you wouldn't talk about Brush Harbor days. 
You wouldn't talk about tent revivals and you wouldn't talk about them times. Amen. Well, why don't you quit preaching about Daniel in the lion's den and about the three Hebrew children and about Elijah on the mountain calling down fire. Them's old things that's happened in the past. Brother, I think you need to build a field of your own. Amen. And grow a crop and defend it with everything you got within your power until deliverance can come to this world we're living in today. I'm about feeling like preaching to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It was another boy, another man that was one of David's mighty men. Adino, is that his name? Is that I can't pronounce his just right. But you know who I'm talking about. Amen. Oh God. Eight hundred men came at him at one time. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I ain't never experienced anything like that. I've been pastoring churches for uh, 35 or 40 years. I haven't had 800 of them after me. I mean, I've had a half a dozen at a time. Woo! Hallelujah. Oh, yes. I mean, <laughs> come up here, son. Boy, didn't he preach. Come here, brother. Uh, come right up here and help me preach. God, I want these kind of men. I want you right up here. Amen. Woo! Hallelujah. Oh, God. Hallelujah. I'll tell you something, son. When you have a half a dozen people that's fell out with you, and when you're back there shaking hands with them and, and said, God bless you, and they say, when are you leaving? <laughs> Whoo, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, God. Hallelujah. And the next night they come by and say, ain't you gone yet? Oh, God. And you have to tell them, if God put me here, you ain't going to put me out. Now, if you put me here, then you can put me out. You don't mind helping me preach to you. Woo, hallelujah. I may let you have this pursuit. And you help me preach, huh? Amen. Oh, yeah. Glory. Hallelujah. And then they say, well, I'll tell you what. If we can't get you out, we'll get the deacons to help put you out. So they go to the deacons. And the deacons said, now, wait just a minute. When we didn't have no help, Brother Carl came to help us. We're not helping you get rid of Brother Carl just because you don't like the way he does things. Huh? Amen. So they say, then we'll get rid of the deacons and then we'll get rid of him. Boy, that's fun, ain't it? <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Amen. But you see, that was my field. We had an evangelist come. Amen. And, and he and his wife, and, and they're good ones, and he's already gone now. Amen. But he preached about a couple nights, and he said, get ready, sis. We're headed out of here. I ain't a preaching a revival in such a, a shape as this thing's in. I said, you ain't going nowhere, buddy. You come here to preach revival, you're going to stay till it's over. He said, get ready. We're leaving tonight. I said, no, you're not. I said, if you don't want to stay, you leave. His wife's doing the preaching anyhow, but she's staying to preach us revival. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What is so exciting. This sister was preaching one night, and you know, I don't know why, we got some of the most blessed women there are in the world. God love them. But you know, most of my trouble has started with some woman in the church. Whoo, hallelujah. 
Amen. I don't know whether it's because they stay at home and got more time to talk on the telephone or whether they just some. What? This bean patch belongs to us. Amen. I said this bean patch is ours. It belongs to us. Good God from heaven, let us stand in the middle of it in whatever direction that the enemy comes in. Let's stand our ground. Let's stay with it. Let's don't quit it. Hallelujah. 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 There was another of David's mighty men that was there. Is his name Eleazar? Hallelujah, I believe it is. His name was Eleazar. I wish I had something, but I don't have anything to put my hand on. Hallelujah. You know what he did? Let me tell you what that man did. He could have been a coward and a sissy. He could have been someone that said, it ain't worth fighting for. But he got in the middle of the battle. Amen. Oh, God. God, help us. Amen. He got in the heat of the battle with a sword in his hand. Hallelujah. I believe that he put everything that he had in it. I said, I believe he put everything that he had in it. Hallelujah. Brother Casey, you ain't helped me enough back. Get right up here. Will you help me, Brother Casey? Lord, I got something for you to do anyhow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He put his hand to the sword. Amen. His hand was in that sword. Take your sword a while, brother. Glory to God. Amen. Why didn't you quit when you first had that affliction that come your way? Huh? You had a sword in your hand? I mean, you could have went all across the country and told them how bad you was and how bad it was with you and how God's forsaken you and neglected you. Huh? But you didn't. My God. I'd like to try to got that out of your hand. You know what happened to Eleazar? He fought the enemy until the sword clave unto his hand. Woo, hallelujah. That's what you did. That's what you did. Amen. He wouldn't lay the sword down. He held it in his hand. Amen. I'm convinced today that we'll defeat the enemy and we'll have something that'll be ours and we'll cleave to the sword. Amen. It's the only thing to keep you going. Huh? only thing to keep you going. Glory to God. Are y'all with me today? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. My God. My God. My God, we need some men and women. We need some boys and girls. I think I count two, four, six, eight. There was nine there a minute ago. We have nine good reasons right here to defend what is ours. To defend what is right. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. When my children were growing up, we couldn't let them do. We were, pre- as a preacher, my wife and I couldn't allow them. They couldn't go to ball games. They couldn't go to the pool hall. They couldn't go to the other places that the other kids went. Why, Daddy? Why can't we go? Everybody else goes. Why can't we? You can't go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, God. Are you with me this morning? Amen. I watched them. I watched them as one day they got out on their own. They all married. We have four children. They got married. They said, Now, Daddy and Mommy, They can't do nothing with us now. We're going to do what we want to do. One by one. Amen. One by one. Hallelujah. 
Oh, but they forgot about. We were still in the middle of our bean patch. We hadn't left it. We hadn't moved. Hallelujah. Amen. I was working a little garage one day. And my daughter lived up on the hill a little ways from us. I heard a car racing up through uh, where I was at and raced up to the hill and made a turn in the gravel at the church and the car door slammed. And I said, my God, there's something bad wrong. I better get up to the house. I hurried to the house. As I walked in, I heard my daughter saying, stop it. Telling her mother, stop it. You're ruining my life. I can't sleep at night. I can't even enjoy my food. I can't enjoy anything, Mom. Your prayers has got me out of shape. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Give me some mothers that even when they go away, don't let them get away from your prayers. Pray till God will stop them somewhere down the road. Are you hearing me this morning? Amen. Oh, yes. We can talk about what we're going to do when they're little, when they're at home. But when they get older and they get grown, they're going to have a mind of their own. They're going to do some things that they want to. I pray that God never lets them get out. I pray that you're able to keep them in. Amen. Your chances in this modern world is mighty slim. If you got very many children, don't we appreciate Mother Snow? Amen. And these brethren, hallelujah, we appreciate. We ought to pray for them. Because as Sister Elizabeth said, there's a devil out there that would like to empty the bitches in the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But I want to preach to you this morning and tell you, get in the middle of your garden. Defend it with everything that you have got. Put everything in it. If it has to cost you your reputation, if the world looks down on you and says you're old-fashioned, that you're out of the styles and out of the time, that you don't fit into this modern age, my God, I don't want to fit in. I'm trying to fit in in another place. I'm just a stranger and a pilgrim down here. I'm naturalized for another land. And I can't wait until we get ready to go take possession of our eternal home. And that's what we're working for tonight. Isn't that right? Lift your hands and let's worship God. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> the triumph of the church depends on us having some personal victories. Every one of us must know how to taste a personal victory. These three men that I preached about, they had some things in common. You know what that was? Overwhelming odds were against them. Amen. Please bear with me a minute while I preach. Hallelujah. With the liberality of homosexuals, and the lesbian generation of our day, there's a good chance that among us that we're going to lose some. Amen. Say, don't preach that. I ain't got to preach it. Somebody's got to preach it. Amen. Oh, yes. When the president of our country puts his approval on it. Amen. When men and women of this day when they have come out of the corner, 
Well, they come out of the closet. Amen. And we begin to look around. They're in public offices. They're in every little community. They're in our government. They're teaching in our schools. Are y'all still with me this morning? Amen. Oh, God. I don't know. I may be getting away out, Brother Snow. You can stop me if I am. I was preaching in Texas while we were pastoring. We'd had a little invasion. And, oh, God. Thank God for deliverance from Texas. If you live in Texas, God bless you. Amen. It bound to be a good place in Texas. Amen. We had a good place there. Good people. But, oh, my God. I've never seen anything like it. Thank God for the hills of Oklahoma. But we got them up there in the hills of Oklahoma. I was preaching, and God have mercy. Probably ain't a preacher in this church ever took a text like this. On a Wednesday night, my text was homosexuals and lesbians. I mean, that was my text. I didn't hit it a couple of times passing and a couple of foul balls and then go ahead and play the game. I took time to deal with it. Amen. When a homosexual comes into your church and tries to get one of your young ladies, it's time for the preacher to get in the middle of the field and start defending what's right. We're so modest that we won't hardly say the word, let alone say some things about it. But they'll say something to your children about it. Huh? I'm getting out. I'm way out there. Hallelujah. But you're helping me. I told him, I said, let me tell you something. Oh, God. We got ladies that live together and men sometimes that live together. You know? We have them that do that. We got preacher women that travel together. Preacher men that travel together. We got, we got girls that stay together. We got various times that they're together. Poor old preacher. Ooh, hallelujah. You know what I told him? When you all are together and it comes bedtime... I said, you sisters and you brothers are not dressed too good then when you're getting in bed. You know why you're close to bed? Boy, it's quiet now. Whew. I said, keep your hands off of each other. I think I'll say that again. Keep your hands off of each other. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I ain't got but 30 minutes, and I ain't even started. Hallelujah. I got to tell you one more thing about that before I get on. So I'm going to get something better pretty soon, if you'll stay with me. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. A number of years ago, while I was just a young man, we were had a street front church in Disney, Oklahoma, across the dam from where I live. And uh, we were having a revival, and two women came to preach this revival. And when this revival was over, you know, we were ignorant. God help us. We didn't know anything. These two women held a revival. When it was over, I noticed they were awful friendly with some of those young girls. I mean, I courted these girls. And uh, Brother Leon, oh, God, help me. I don't get too close. Ah, but I want you to listen. Amen. After this was over, I went to a sinner man's house that his daughter was saved. And he said, Brother Carl, I want you to read a letter. Now, I'm preaching this in Texas at my church. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, I want you to read this letter. 
And I read that letter, and this will be plain. But that preacher woman wrote to this young lady and said, Don't ever let a man get to you or I'll kill you. Amen. I preached it to the church. As sure as I'm standing before you right now, there had been a woman coming to our church for quite some time. This woman was from the Tulsa area. I hadn't seen her, wouldn't have known her, but she had been coming for quite some time to our church. And she'd get in and, and everything. When I closed that service and walked back shaking hands, she said, Brother Carl, I need to talk to you. I was one of those two women that preached that revival. Are y'all hearing me? Come on now. I didn't know God knew. God knew what he's talking about. You may think preachers are just out to get you. We're the best friends you'll ever have. I said, we're the best friends you'll ever have. We'll stand against the wrong that you're doing, but we'll go plumb down in the mud, and we'll get dirty to try to help you stay and lift you up. Are you with me? Amen. She said, I'm not the one, but I was there. Oh, God, could I preach to you? Amen. We need some people that's willing to step out and forget about what you're risking for what we've got in this day. Brethren, we got something. Amen. Let me tell you a little bit more about those children that didn't want to live for God. Amen. Uh, three weeks ago, this coming Sunday, there's 20 in our family now to the grandchildren's married. Amen. Out of those 20, there's one son-in-law that's not saved. Not a one of them joined the Baptist church. Not a one of them joined the Methodist church. Amen. Every single one of them is saved. 19 of the 20 is saved and going to holiness churches today. Huh? If I had another life to live over, I'd tell you what I'd do. I'd get right out in the middle of that bean patch and I'd stand my ground. I'd get a woman like I'm married to that wouldn't let them die lost. That would get on that phone and get them out of bed on Sunday morning and say, you all need to go to church and you need to get saved. Oh God. We've got them here this morning. I know that you're here this morning. But could I give you a word of encouragement? Step on out. Rise to your greatest strength in God. Amen. Stand your ground against what the enemy is trying to do. And give me some boys and girls and men and women like I've got. And this church is not going down. This church is going to stand. Oh, God. Oh, God. Help me preach a while. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what we need today. We need some courage. You know what courage is? Lord, help me. The attitude or response of facing or dealing with anything that is uh, recognized as dangerous or difficult or painful. Amen. We need some people that are fearless and are brave today. My God. Oh, you got a Bible? Get a Bible. Amen. Get a Bible, son. If you got, go get one. Give them a Bible. Huh? They're going to help me preach for just a few Amen. Hallelujah. We need courage today. Courage. You know, we can quit any time we want. We can stop any time we want. I read about a young girl. And this young... I want you to go to Joshua chapter 1. Did you get... He got it. Joshua chapter 1. 
I read about a young lady. Her and her boyfriend was madly in love. They were planning on a marriage. They got ready to get married, and they called him away to the army. They wrote letters back and forth, love letters, how much they cared. They planned their marriage. Amen. Until one day, she got a letter, and this letter said, Don't write to me anymore. I don't want to hear from you anymore. You are free from your obligations of marriage. You're free. You don't have to uh, plan any farther. We're through. Amen. She looked at the handwriting, and it didn't look like her boyfriend's handwriting. And she said, I don't understand it. Amen. It went on to say, we got into an attack from the enemy, and I have no arms now. Both of my arms is gone. Hallelujah. How many young girls would have said, fine, there's plenty more boys out yonder that I can get. Amen. But you know what she did? She got on a train. She found out where he was at back in the States in a hospital. She went to that hospital. She asked him where this boy was at. Amen. She walked up to his cot with him without any arms. And he looked up and said, no way. I don't want to be your husband. I have no arms. She said, you don't need any arms. Love will take care of you without any arms. I'll be your arms for you from now on. That's courage. My God, church, we need some people that loves God enough and loves each other enough until one of them is wounded. We'll say, whatever it takes, I'll be whatever you haven't got. I'll be it for you. Oh, God. I'm going to feel like preaching. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm touched this morning because I believe we've got something worth defending. Can you hear me? Amen. But we don't just need defense. Hallelujah. Did you hear me? When I was playing football, and we didn't hardly win any games, I got saved during the second year of playing football in high school. And, of course, I quit right then. Amen. You can't play football and get mad and say cuss words and people run over you and tromp you in the ground and get up mad and want to knock them down. You just can't play football and be a Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, yes. But I want to tell you something. God knows what he is doing. God understands and his plan will really work. Do you believe it? Amen. I believe it will really work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've got to get on and preach. I wish I could preach all of this, but I can't preach all of this. Amen. I'm telling you, we could have quit. But there was times we were down 50 to nothing playing uh, Kelequaw Indians. They were down, we were down 50 to nothing. They had the football. Our cheering section was there. And, and, and they said, defense! Defense! Everybody holler Defense! Because the other team had the ball. Hallelujah. You don't win games with defense alone. Are you hearing me? Amen. I go back through my preaching. I check and see if everything I'm preaching is negative, negative, negative. Hallelujah. I want to do more than just defend. This man of God that I read to you about, he did more than defend. Amen. He did more than defend. The Bible said he delivered Israel. Hallelujah. Preachers, we got to preach more than defense. After a while, the ball's going to be in our hands. Amen. 
and the enemy is going to try to stop us. We need some offense. I said we need some offense. God help me today. Oh, thank you for asking me to preach. Hallelujah. I'm feeling like preaching. We need some people that will take the ball and not look how big the defense and the enemy is out there. But they'll say, I believe I can make it through. I believe I can carry the load. Woo, hallelujah. We're hard on you women a lot of times. God bless your hearts. You're the cream of the earth. You're the greatest there is in the land. And let me tell you, if some of us men had to get a half a dozen children ready to go to church and cook supper and keep the house clean, and all we got to do is walk, uh, work on the job, come in after eight hours, clean up, and we're ready to go, go out in the car and hook the horn and say, come on, come on, what's holding you up? Amen. Thank God for you precious mothers. Hallelujah. Who is it? I know in our family, when our children, I worked during the day. My wife has never worked on a job. I worked during the day. I pastored small churches, and I worked during the day. Amen. I was a a mechanic. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Let me preach. Amen. Hallelujah. Of a night when the children cried, I woke up first. But you know what I did? I said, Mona, Janice is crying. You know who got up? She got up. She let me stay in bed. She didn't say, it's your turn. Get up and go wait on the kids. No, no. She got up. Who was it when I got up at next morning that was sitting in the chair rocking that child with fevered brow? It was that mother. It's those mothers that carried them on. Thank God. Every mother in this church, stand to your feet right now. Everyone that's a mother or grandmother, I want you to stand to your feet. Amen. Let's give them a hand. Thank you all. Amen. Our churches would be in bad shape without them. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many times, Brother Leon, have we come in? Our head was down. We'd been browbeaten and we had been, the enemy had been beating on us all day. Amen. I never said a word. You never said a word, Brother Sanders. They said, what's wrong? They knew it by our looks. Come on. Come on, you can make it. <laughs> you can make it. Amen. Am I preaching right this morning? Amen. I said we need some courage to go forward. Hallelujah. For 40 years. Amen. Joshua and Caleb had worked among the rebels. I don't know if I could pastor that much church and come out with what they come out or not. I don't know if I could trod through the muddy ground and across the hills and go round and around and around for 40 years and then jump up and down and say, we're ready to go in the promised land. Huh? Woo, hallelujah. I'd probably write letters all across the country to every church and want them to send me a good report back telling how sorry you feel for this poor old boy that's been through so much. Amen. Hallelujah. But when God didn't let Moses go in, like Brother Leon preached last night, the penalty, the aftermath of sin, hallelujah. But when, when, he, when God said, but I got another one that's waiting to go in. And I know that he's wanting to go in, hallelujah, because he's already been in the land of Canaan. And they were the only two that come back and said, we're well able, let's get on with going in and taking the land. But they had to wait on a bunch to die off that didn't want to go in. But then the time came. Hallelujah. And God looked down upon Joshua. 
But what did he tell Joshua in that second verse? Hey, do you want to read that? Amen. Is that where I want you to read? Is in that second verse? Hallelujah. Yeah, read the fifth verse. Hallelujah. Go, go to verse 5. What did he say? Joshua 1 and 5. There shall not any man... Oh, read that like you mean it, brother. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Verse 6. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Amen! That's like saying, sick it! Hallelujah! That's like saying, the gates open! Go after it! Woo! Joshua was fortunate to bits. And then God said to him, one thing you got to have, son, you got to have courage. Amen. But I want you to be of good courage. Whatever may happen down the years of your ministry. And son, you have got something. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't, de- don't come to my church or anybody else and preach a defeated God. Don't preach a defeated gospel. Hallelujah. Don't ever get bad feelings in your heart. It'll bleed through every time you get up to preach. Don't ever get bitterness. I don't care if they run over you and trump you in the ground. They shut the revival down and say there ain't nothing to you. Get some courage and get up and go back and tell them how good God is. Are y'all still with me? Amen. Hallelujah. Canaan's land is just ahead. And Joshua, all you need is courage to march into that land. Brother, as Sister Elizabeth said, when that devil is bound a thousand years, there ain't nothing to stop us. Hallelujah. And I'm here to preach. You don't have to be stopped now. I said you don't have to be stopped now. Get a hold of courage. Get a hold of God. Amen. See what the Canaan land has got waiting on us if we will stay with God. Oh, hallelujah. Give me some folks with courage and we'll have another convocation next year. We'll have another service Wednesday night. We'll have another revival in the midst of this trouble. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What are you going to do, Brother Snow, when two homosexuals come into this church and say, are you able to perform a marriage? And you say, yes. Hallelujah. Then we want you to marry us. And you say, but I do not perform marriages with homosexuals or lesbians. Oh, yes, you are. You're discriminating against us. You'll perform it for other people, but you won't won't do it for us. Then the next knock at your door will be the U.S. government. Will be the FBI. And they want to know why that you discriminated against this. Hallelujah. Well, I'll tell you what they'll have to do to me. They'll have to put handcuffs on me. And they'll have to take me and lock me up in that jail. Amen. Are you hearing me? Because I'm going to defend what's right. Woo! Hallelujah! You say it won't happen. We're getting closer to it every, every day. Huh? I don't know where I'm at, but I'll tell you one thing. 
I feel like preaching to you this morning. Amen. I go a little farther than that. My uh, young lady came to me a few days ago and said, uh, Brother Carl, I want you to perform our wedding. I said, wonderful. Fine. Hallelujah. Her boyfriend's in Georgia, and uh, I never said a word. Never said a word. But in a few days, I got a call from him. And he said, Brother Page, would it be all right if I brought a preacher with me from down here to help you in the wedding? I said, yeah, I'll be all right. I said, why do you want to bring one from down there? Because you won't let us use the ring ceremony. And he'll go ahead and perform it if you'll just give him a little room. I said, all right. I think I can live with that. Hallelujah. Boy, it is quiet now. Huh? Hallelujah. You say, what difference does it make? I got folks. I always had some. Warm. That's right. Amen. But they didn't have my approval on it. When the Bible said, let it not be the outward adorning of the wearing of gold. It meant what it said. I'm in deep. Please help me get out. I'm in deep. Amen. Hallelujah. I didn't have to say a word to defend my, my grounds. They knew where I stood through the years. You say that make people sinners? No, no, I never said that. I never said nothing about it. Hallelujah. I'm just telling you, there's some standards that we have that I have, think we have to defend in this life. Amen. Oh, my God. I wish I could preach to you and help you. Lord, I'm running out of time. Amen. Good God from heaven. Go to Psalms chapter 27 and read me verse 13 and 14. Hallelujah. Oh, God, what we need is be able to stand against wrong. 27, 13, 14. We need to stand against wrong, but we must at the same time promote right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I read about Abraham Lincoln a number of years ago. Abraham Lincoln. Hallelujah. And there was a man that had done wrong, came to Abraham Lincoln when he was a young lawyer and said, I want you to defend me in this case. He checked it out and he went to the man and said, no way. He said, why? Because you're wrong. He said, I don't make any difference. I'm paying you my money. You defend me because I'm paying you to defend you. He said, I do not defend wrong. Oh, God. Give me a church full of people and give me preachers that won't defend wrong. Amen. I wish I could help you. We need some people today that will take what we've got and stay with it. Hallelujah. Y'all not going to quit me yet, are you? Huh? Hallelujah. Oh, God, help us. Hallelujah. What did the Bible say? I had fainted unless, unless I had believed, I had believed to, see the goodness to see the goodness of the Lord, of the Lord. in the land, the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Wait! Is that what you said, Sister Linda? Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Do what? Be of good courage. You mean we got to have courage to just courage. wait on the Lord? Huh? Yes, sir. I mean, when we're not running the aisles and, and the church is in a pool and finances down, the crowds is not really... You mean waiting. Whew, hallelujah. Huh? You mean that's when the waiting time comes. Amen. Hallelujah. We had that little church that had 12 people in it. 
One young married couple. Oh, that's tough to wait. Lord, wait. Amen. I'd rather went to that one that was paying me $30,000 a year at a certain place. But that wasn't where I got to go at this time. I went there later. Hallelujah. But uh, 12 people in that church. Oh, God. That waiting. It took two years before we got to see anything done for God. And then it happened. Before long, we had 11 young married couples in that church. Hallelujah. 11 young married couples was coming to that church. We built a brand new church that cost $110,000 and paid for it in cash. And had 10000 in the bank when I left. All paid for. Huh? Hallelujah. It takes courage to wait on God. Brethren, don't be discouraged. Keep on going. Keep on staying in there. You said you want to build a new church. Uh, Brother Harrison, you'll build it if you want to build it. Hallelujah. God will help you build it. Amen. I want to preach a little more. Wait. But you got to have courage. Then what? And he shall strengthen thine heart. And he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait. Wait. I say. On the Lord. Oh, God. i got to hurry. I want to preach a little more to you this day. I'm convinced we got to have courage to be able to defend what is ours. Hallelujah. You see, we're a people that we operate by faith. And we operate by promise. You know what a promise is? A promise is just... Well, let me see. Where did I write that down? Lord, I wrote that down somewhere. Yeah, right here it is. Hey, what does that say on promise there? Can you read my right? Hallelujah. An oral or written agreement to do or not to do something now. Expectation. Expectation to encourage and or pledge. Whew. He done it. I didn't think he could read my right. Sometimes I can't hardly read it. Hallelujah. Amen. We operate on a promise. Hallelujah. All I need is thy word. We need church folks today that'll keep their promise. We need church folks that'll pay their bills. Huh? We need preachers that'll pay their bills. Woo! That sounded pretty good. Hallelujah. We need people that'll keep their promise. If we promise something, we need to keep it. We operate. I remember when I was a little boy about like these right here. And my dad had cut a load of logs, uh, ties. I helped him hew them out. You don't know what I'm talking about. Most of you don't. Some of you do. But we had hacked some ties. And dad loaded on a wagon and hauled it about 15 miles. And when dad got ready to leave, he said, told us boys, there was two of us then that were pretty good side. I'm going to give you boys a choice. You can either have some bologna or you can have a block of chili. You can't have them both, but you can have one of them. Amen. So we thought about it a few minutes, and we finally agreed we wanted chili. Woo, hallelujah. Good Lord from heaven. Amen. That don't sound like much, wasn't it? But Dad promised us chili. You know where we were at when we heard the wagon coming? We were out there in the yard, couldn't wait until Dad pulled in with the wagon so we could get our block of chili. 
He just pitched it to us when he drove by to put the team up. Whoo, hallelujah. Oh, God. We live a promise. But what has God promised? Could I tell you when Solomon was praying and his last prayer, hallelujah, after the glory of God had filled that place, you know what Solomon prayed? God, not one promise that he has promised has ever failed. Step out in your garden and defend it and win some victories on the promises of God. They'll never fail. Huh? Hallelujah. I'm trying to quit. But Lord have mercy. How can I quit? Amen. I will. Just stay with me. A minute or two more. A little more. Maybe. Hallelujah. The promise of God. You know what will give us the victory in this day? Is what the Bible said. It. Yeah, get that Bible one more time. In St. Luke chapter 24 and verse 49. And let's find out what will help us to defend what is really ours. Hallelujah. Did you know? We can great, be great theologians, theologians, whatever you've had. However, I mean, we can know everything. We can be, we, Lord, I go in some of these, uh, these uh, uh, libraries. Amen. One of my good friends got one. And you look at it, the whole thing is filled with books and, and all kinds of books, you know. And I'm glad they got them. They love them, and that's great with me. Hallelujah. I got quite a few myself. Hallelujah. But he pulled back the shelves, and they were double rows. Woo! Hallelujah. And ain't Brother Ralph Cox. Amen. He pulled him back to the sanders, and not just one row, but he had two rows, and the walls were probably 20 feet long, and two rows filled with books. Hallelujah. Ain't nothing wrong with studying, buddy. We ought to study. Amen. One of the things that I preach to my young preachers, if you ain't got nothing to tell, hurry up and sit down and get out of the way. Amen. If all you've got is just a shout and a little excitement, amen. Folks may shout and be excited for a little while, but after a while, they want a steak. They want barbecue. They want some meat that they can chew on for a while. So you got to dig into the Word and get some gospel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, I'm going to quit shortly after this. There's something that we need to be able to defend what's ours. And what did Jesus tell them that they needed? Amen. And behold, behold, I send the promise promise of my Father Father upon upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem Jerusalem until you you be what? Say that word good and strong. Endued. Endued. With power. With power. From on high. From on high. You get out there without it and the devil will run over you. You get out there without it and about all you'll be is beat in the ground. But if you'll stay there, you know what being endued means? Hallelujah. It means, amen, cold. Put this thing. You're about ready to go into a trial. Hallelujah. You need to be endued with power from on high. Hallelujah. That's the only thing we lack for this day. We need more than bitch warmers. We need more than pew warmers. We need some folks that has been to God's house. Amen. And took their lives and said, God, and do thee with that power that 
that is from on high that I can fight the enemy and war against the devil that I can stand against the wild of the enemy give me power 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 stand to your feet my God my God my God my God let's ask the Lord to look into our hearts for Lord we gotta have you <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Would you worship Him? Would you worship Him for a few minutes? My God. 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 Oh God, let that holy power from heaven, let it flow down upon every person that's here. Let every life be filled with that life-giving power that only comes from the glories of heaven. May that Holy Ghost power surge in our beings. May it clothe us until it's no longer us, but it's that power of God that lives, that lives, that lives, that lives, that lives. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ha ha. Handalabo shandalabo shandalabo handalabo 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 shandalabo handalabo shandalabo handalabo Glory to God. 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 I wonder this morning. I wonder this morning, I wonder if you've got a need in your life this morning. We're going to hold up dinner for just a minute, just a few short minutes. What I want us to do, if it's all right with Brother Snow, this may be a little different. But I want you that want something to come up here and just stand right up along here. I'm going to call all these preachers up here and we're going to pray for your life. Whether it's afflictions, whether you need a move of God, whether you just want a touch from heaven, we'd like to pray for you. Would you come? Young people, do you want something? Look at there at that young man. God, give me some young men. Come on. You want something from God? Come on, preachers, all of you that will. Come on up. We're getting ready to pray for some folks. You got a need this morning? Come on. Come on, help us pray. Come on, help us pray. Ask God. Hallelujah. Come on, you preachers, and help us pray. Amen. Come on, you that want something from God. Do you want something from God? Amen. I don't mind telling you. We all need something from Him, don't we? Come on. Look at this. My God. I'd like to watch them be endued with power from on high. They've got their own garden that they plant. They've got their own field to defend. Amen. may not be as big as ours, but it's important to those children. What about you? Come on, brethren. Amen. Sister, would you come and play for us while we're doing it? Would you, would you men just, let's just begin to pray for them. Go down the line and pray for them. That's right. Come on. God, touch them. God, touch them. God, would you touch them? God, you see the need of these lives. Lord, this is your people. God, we know this is your people. This is your creation. This is your people. My God. Saints, worship God. Saints, would you worship God? Hallelujah.
Hallelujah!